Welcome to FXCM Market Talk, your trading and finance podcast. We have a very interesting show today. We're going to be looking at commodities and the commodity currencies. But before we do that, please take note of the following. Starting with FXCM Limited, www.fxcm.com forward slash UK. CFDs are complex instruments and come with a high risk of losing money rapidly due to leverage. 73.42% of retail investor accounts lose money when trading CFDs with this provider. You should consider whether you understand how CFDs work and whether you can afford to take the high risk of losing your money. FXCM Australia. You can sustain a total loss of deposits. Please refer to our product disclosure statement at www.fxcm.com forward slash au. FXCM South Africa. Trading on margin carries risk. Please read the full risk disclosure at www.fxcm.com forward slash za. FXCM markets. Losses can exceed deposits. Any opinions, news, research analyses, prices, other information or references to third-party sites contained on this podcast are provided on an as-is basis as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. The market commentary has not been prepared in accordance with legal requirements designed to promote the independence of investment research and it is therefore not subject to any prohibition on dealing ahead of dissemination. Although this commentary is not produced by an independent source, FXM does take all sufficient steps to eliminate or prevent any conflicts of interests arising out of the production and dissemination of this communication. And finally, past performance is not an indicator of future results. So to start off our conversation, it's worth noting that the Fed went unlimited with its QE round about the 23rd of March 2020, if memory serves correct. It was a Monday. And if you take a look at the US dollar index to a commodities index, you'll see that during the 2020 period, commodities to the greenback have a very strong inverse correlation. In other words, as the dollar declined through 2020, we saw commodities generally increasing in price. And the correlation coefficient, depending how you calculated and over what time period is very close, very, very close to minus 0.9, which of course is very close to being almost perfectly inversely correlated, right? It's interesting, as the 2021 year has progressed, that correlation has declined markedly. What is certain though, is that 2020 was a very strong year for commodities. And just based on what we've said in the podcast now, that would make sense because commodities are priced in dollars and the US dollar was declining through 2020. 
it must be acknowledged that most commodity-based indexes will be heavily weighted in terms of energy and oil prices. However, by and large, commodities as a whole have done remarkably well. Let's take a look at oil first and Brent from lows of around 16.2 in April 2020, currently trading over 68, so at about a 320% increase there. We've got a 124% jump in copper from its lows in 2020, and corn has jumped 105%. So the performance of commodities has been absolutely extraordinary. And this performance has introduced a concept into the market, and that is the concept of a commodity supercycle, which are effectively long periods, decade-long periods, in which commodities outperform. So one of the ways we are tracking the so-called supercycle, we're actually using a technical indicator called the COPOC indicator, and it gave a signal in October of 2020. So in effect, we've seen really good performance from oil, copper, corn. We also see a technical signal given from a long-term indicator, the COPOC indicator. And at this point, what we'll do is we will take a look at some of the commodity currencies to see how they have performed in this environment. Now we'll take a look at the US dollar Canadian, we'll look at the Aussie US dollar, and then we'll take a look at the New Zealand US dollar. So taking a look at the US dollar loonie pairing first, and really comparing that to the Thomson Reuters Jefferies CRB index, you get an incredibly strong correlation between the loonie and the CRB index. There's absolutely no doubt that the Canadian dollar has been a massive beneficiary of the, the performance in commodities and perhaps the start of the commodity super cycle. And the reason for this is because, of course, Canada is a massive producer of oil and it and it also holds a tremendous amount of reserves. It's also worth noting, of course, that given the, the nature of Canada being a, um, a huge producer of, of oil, and given the nature of the CRB index, which is most heavily weighted in energy, the strong correlation there in terms of loony appreciation as the CRB index appreciated is, of course, no surprise. The loony also received a boost from the last Bank of Canada meeting held 21 April when the central bank took the first step 
really to announce that it would be scaling back on their stimulus measures. So effectively the first real industrial central bank to start normalizing. And more than that, they did hint at an acceleration in the timetable for a possible interest rate increase. The Aussie also shows a strong correlation with the CRB index. Although it must be said that the momentum in the, the Aussie US dollar perhaps has slowed over the last few weeks. There certainly are inter interesting dynamics at work with regards to the, to the Aussie. And the reason for that is Australia's resource assets and its economy, which is very much regarded as a commodity economy, is closely tied with the Chinese economy and Chinese demand for those commodities. The problem is that international relations between the two countries are really at, um, at lows at the moment. Nevertheless, uh, Australia is a major producer of copper and iron ore, etc. And um, there is certainly a global demand uh, for its commodities. One need only refer to the various industrial capacity utilization indexes. China's, for instance, is above its pre-COVID levels and global industrial capacity is certainly recovering extremely well and is effectively a measure of demand. Moreover, it's worth introducing a discussion here, which is of course related by bringing in the Kiwi, the New, Ze the New Zealand dollar, to the US dollar. The Kiwi and the Aussie are extremely closely correlated. And this, and this is due to the close economic ties that the two countries share with one another. So, it is worth acknowledging the hawkish bias that the Reserve Bank of New Zealand came out with overnight. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand effectively delivered a surprise by forecasting that there is a likely rate hike in 2022. Governor Adrian Orr certainly was optimistic, stating that the economic projections pointed to an improved outlook for the New Zealand economy. Of course, it is very much dependent on the path of economic recovery, which is, still, which is still uncertain. Given the close, the close relationship between New Zealand and Australia and the hawkish surprise by the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, I very much look forward to the next Reserve Bank of Australia interest rate decision. And I believe that's due Tuesday the 1st of June. So by and large, the 
Performance in commodities certainly have had a positive effect on our commodity currencies. The question, of course, is, well, how long is this commodity cycle going to carry on for? Do we indeed have a super cycle? And I think answering this question is fairly tricky. The Federal Reserve, I think, is going to play a major, a major role in determining the super cycle. And the reason for that is that its monetary policy decisions will ultimately affect the direction of the US dollar. And what we want to see is the communication that comes with regards to a deceleration of stimulus measures. And then we want to hear a communication with regards to the tapering of the Fed balance sheet. And then we want to hear a communication with regards to the Fed's plan in regards to interest rates. When are they going to be hiked? And as that is communicated to the market, we should see the US dollar respond. Now, the correlation coefficient between the trade-weighted dollar, DXY, and the Thomson Reuters Jefferies CRB index is generally, not always, but generally inverse. And it is generally a strong inverse relationship. In other words, as the Fed starts normalizing, and if the US dollar starts reacting by appreciating, that may stop the super cycle dead in its tracks. And that is what we're going to be watching for. Thank you very much for joining me for today's podcast. This is where we'll end. I look forward to you joining me in further episodes where we explore the various economics and intermarket relationships in FXM Market Talk, your trading and finance podcast.